0: Dan and Corey here, welcoming you into to Libservative.
1: Ah, oh, shit, I'm drawing a blank. Welcome to fucking Libservative. Let's fucking do this, I guess.
0: That's what. That was Corey Walsh. <laughs> That's Dan Griffin. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been one of those shit show kind of days that we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go with that because oh, I don't man. know when recording's gonna go to hell. Man. I feel like garbage from my allergies, I did take a COVID test for all you people that are worried about me, which is like
1: four. <laughs> it's so funny it did you come say back that. negative. It's such a small world because I literally also just took a COVID test because I had the flu. Uh, you were
0: actually shitting your brains out, though. Shitting, puking, slash-
1: combination of the two. The relationship with my toilet got stronger this weekend. It was, uh, the flu ran through my house and it was, uh, it's pretty brutal. Talk about an ego death I thought the, for the spiritual. I thought the flu didn't exist there. anymore. did my house. <laughs> it wasn't COVID. <laughs> but I don't know if it was the flu because I was like, all right, I'm here to get a flu test and a COVID test. And they were like, well, if it's a COVID test, we want to make sure that it's negative before we do anything else. And by the time the negative came back, I was feeling better. So I was like, well, fuck that. I'm not going back to get another test. I know what I had. So. Well. There was that there's
0: my unbelievable allergies which by the way are feeling better and I don't know if it was the Benadryl or the whiskey or if you're supposed to mix the two but whatever it's too late now so Three here daughters. we are what could possibly <laughs> happen you're on a bourbon ba- well it is was the it was the non-drowsy Benadryl it was the, it was the it's childish so diphen- kind of it was like diphen- I, I well then what makes it not drowsy then do, uh, they, do they? they like put some cocaine soap. in
1: it to make sure you don't fall asleep? <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> just a mix. Add a little bit of caffeine to it. Great minds think alike. Well, that's
0: why first thing, so first my heart is
1: racing. Yeah. <laughs> so Your heart is racing. Yeah, Your heart is racing. I thought that's what you said that your heart was racing. So uh, that is what I said, but, but Jesus Christos. It was, only, it was. It was only a half joke. Oh. <laughs> I'm just trembling slightly, but that might be from the anger first there was the Corey. hardware. Go ahead.
0: Oh, yeah. So first it was Corey sick as hell. Then there's me thinking I'm sick, but I'm pretty sure it's just like these weird October allergies that I get. Did get a negative COVID test. Then Corey and I sat here for about an hour. Trying to figure out what the hell was going on with my equipment and it turns out I just bumped a button because it's always uh, something stupid. It's always now here we are.
1: Stupid. For people out there podcasting yeah, I'm, just, I'm sure they know that it's always just something so fucking stupid that you know and then it's weird because you know it's something like you're like, Well, it couldn't be that. <laughs> because, like, you know you wouldn't do that. So it's like, well, it couldn't be that. So I'm gonna deal with this. And you get in all your get your fingers all greasy dealing with shit and then it was that. But
0: Did you try to unplug it and plug it back in, Sam?
1: <laughs> fucking boomers. <laughs> like, listening to movies we with their headphones on. <laughs> like, boomers listening to movies <laughs> with headphones on their head, but not plugged into the phone jack.
0: Oh, yeah. We were talking about that pre-show. and That was going to be... Corey's, Corey has not only caught a friend's father, but his own father... <laughs> Sitting down, either watching a movie or listening to music, just, with headphones on, but not plugged
1: in. So how do I know it's like thing like like for it? listening, listening. Because the headphones weren't plugged in. <laughs> to be fair, though, this was like 10 years ago. It's when we first had internet in the house, and my dad was just in the He just found out that he could watch all the concerts he went to when in like the 70s and 80s. <laughs> Pink Floyd on YouTube. He's like, I can't believe this is on here. I was like, welcome to the internet, Dad.
0: Dan. Hori, come in here and help me figure out how to run this damn internet thing. No, he I can't figured figure not, it he thought out. he
1: figured it out himself. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> first things first. What you drinking, Dan?
0: Yeah. What am I drinking? Uh, something that uh, hopefully is going to get me through this disaster of a show. We have to write this listing ship at some point. So let's start right now with Elijah Craig. The barrel proof, okay. Uh, This stuff is basically like drinking unleaded.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's that'll put one hundred and eighteen proof. As quoted by Dan before we started, it puts hairs on the knuckles.
0: Put hair on your knuckles, your balls, the palms of your fingers, the palms of your fingers. Yeah, I said it. The palms of your fingers, the bottoms of your feet, and uh, even being so high octane, it is remarkably smooth. It's got an, an oaky. It's got an oaky. Like kind of clovey finish with a couple cinnamon notes, and you know that because I'm taking it out of my really pretentious snifter here. Uh, but there's actually no video tonight, so
1: I can sniff away. Sniff. I am drinking. are my sinuses. It's a new bourbon I bought today. It's called Rebel. It's straight out of Kentucky, and it's Rebels Kentucky. Straight a Confederate bourbon flag whiskey. on that bottle. There isn't, but it says on there, defiantly smooth. <laughs> We're not that regular smooth
0: like them Yankees up there. <laughs> goddamn Yankees. We're defiantly smooth. We're defiant. So uh, I have I give some of that stuff to your dad and have him listen to Pink Floyd with his headphones on and not plugged in. He'd probably love it. He'd have a great time. My I'm sorry. I haven't, I haven't him. gotten... Oh, okay, well, we can get to that, but I haven't gotten over the fact that your dad was basically just using his headphones as earmuffs. Like which he would have might a real be a concert. side effect of
1: COVID. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's, it's like he was at a real concert. No, God bless him. My mom bullet just, and it scared the shit out of me because, you know, they're both 176, 164, comorbidities, all the check marks of people who died from this shit. Like, can that would die from COVID. They told me as I'm puking over in the toilet I'm like, holy shit like so now I'm thinking my parents might be dying. I'm dying. There goes the whole fucking Walsh name. That's it. It's gone. <laughs> but nope. They, I talked to them today and they're like, Yeah, we're fine. They're like partying it up. You back have a brother and RV a son. Why
0: would you be worried about that?
1: That's true. That is very true. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean there's a little ego thing going on there. Like I'm it's the lineage, good, Dan. It, I'm the firstborn son. <laughs> okay, well, that just means
0: you know, according to the according to the pedo Catholics, you would have just been you know sent into the clergy.
1: <laughs> is it, is, what, is, is, is it the like day. the firstborn son that goes into clergy or something?
0: Firstborn, firstborn son becomes a priest. Like that's like the rule.
1: How do it, I mean, it's like priest- an old
0: archaic it's like an old archaic you know like Roman Catholic rule it hasn't been that hasn't been the case in like 300 years or something like well, oh yes they, that used to be how the, they uh, keep tradition. that
1: lineage going if the priests can't have kids well that's
0: why it's, I mean they it's, have I think them. it's first, they have kids I think it was like
1: for dinner and stuff but they don't oh I see what you did there
0: <laughs> I think it was I think it was firstborn son but only if you had more than one son. But I could be wrong about that. There's probably some Catholic historian listening to this. Wait go a minute, into no, the seminary, God. boy. He's like, no, this-
1: Father, please. <laughs> no. Dear God, no. I don't want to be a statistic. Um, so,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, know what, you know what I think of when you said that? I don't know why I just thought of that because I haven't actually watched The Simpsons in a long time, but for some reason I thought of Ralph Wiggum. <laughs> no, Dad. I don't want to go into the clergy. <laughs>
1: i'm in danger I'm, help. I'm helping i'm a military all right so did house like i feel like we've already shed this funk that we were dealing with about 15 minutes ago but uh as you yeah, know the whiskey helps Uh i have some so as you know some backstory right now is the one of the biggest worker movements we've had since like the 40s and 50s and labor movements and things like that and uh you know that John Deere 10,000 of their employees are on strike right looking for better wages and things like that so i don't know if you heard the news but they moved their uh a lot of their like white collar workers onto the floor to like run machines and things like that i don't know if you heard about that and there's already accidents and stuff happening and so i actually have some live footage Oh, no. Of this happening. And here it is right here. Here is one of (laughs) the regional managers on the floor driving a reach truck.
0: I can't wait. I'm so excited for this. Hey, you're (laughs) clear. Mike, get off of the lift.
1: Please. Come on now. I'm fine.
0: What, would you look I, oh, oh, oh.
1: We'll get somebody to clean. We're the ones that gotta clean that up. <laughs> <laughs> it, we have to have this thing service. <laughs> as, as soon as I saw the fucking News reports coming out. 8 a.m. Ambulance en route to the John Deere factory due to injuries. The first thing I thought of was that scene <laughs> from the fucking office. And I couldn't help myself <laughs> but share it. But yeah, uh, uh, 10,000 workers there. They have the white-collar workers out on the floor. Like, everyone's out there just doing their best. <laughs> Who else is on strike? I mean, there's a bunch of people on strike. Like, the, uh, the the, uh... The stagecraft people like they just dodged a strike in the Hollywood market. Uh we got nurses and doctors and teachers. We got police officers. It's happening, dude. The biggest worker movement since God knows when. <coughs> it's actually some really well, exciting stuff. I do
0: love I do love the uh the workers revolution. This is, and I think you can call it that. And it's like, we well, have, you have everybody. Cause I, I work, I essentially work in the supply chain for sales. And what I can tell you is this, the biggest thing I always hear is mostly boomers going, why won't everybody just go back to work? Everybody just needs to go back to work so we can get our stuff. And it's like, you know what? Yep. We're all suffering. Yeah, we are like there's things we can't there's things we can't get. There's going to be another toilet paper shortage. That doesn't mean go out and hoard, right? Because just because there's a paper shortage, there's an aluminum shortage, which is going to suck for those of us that like to drink beer. There's going to be a lot of things. But you know what? Selfishly, do I sit here and go, man, I kind of wish these people would just go back to work so I can get my stuff. Yeah. Okay. yes. Selfishly. Okay. yeah, I, I might feel that way sometimes from time to time. But bigger picture here is like finally workers are thinking to themselves i have the power to shut down an entire supply chain
1: yeah for the first because time workers they've, they've,
0: they've, go ahead they've been they've already been doing a, a decent job in certain sectors of this and i think and now more and more workers are catching on like if 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 we shut down this supply chain people don't get their shit but more importantly these CEOs don't get to make their 7 8 figure salaries or their boats while we sit here and yeah. make absolutely nothing yeah and, shit and, rolls and, and hill, you man. know uh, guys like Jeff Bezos get to pay get, get to get to pay zero taxes while while they're on paper it says they pay the highest corporate tax rate in the world yeah on paper that's what <laughs> it says but we all know that's not what they actually pay while well, meanwhile these guys uh, and girls Yeah, gotta be suffer working shitty jobs, and now they're shutting. Now they're they're essentially collectively shutting down the supply chain, and yeah, it's hurting everyone. But you know what? Hopefully, some good comes out of this, and some things get fixed with regards to lower tier people. That actually sounds really mean, but you know what I mean? People down the totem pole, the working men. Yeah, blue collar
1: workers. Blue collar workers, workers, the laborers, the people who we're learning real fast are the movers and shakers of what our economy is. The people who do the muscle Mm -hmm. for one of the biggest GDP GDPs in the country, in the world. You know what I mean? Like it's for the first time in at least our life, if not longer, the ball is in the workers' court and they're not just fumbling it. They're taking the best damnedest advantage of they can. When wages have been stagnant since the nineties, longer hours, less pay, Women have been into the workforce, some of them by choice, but some of them by necessity. And it's, I want to say it's a beautiful thing. Is it going to hurt for a little bit? Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's going to suck. But at the end of the day, this will make the economy stronger when all these people are getting living wages because now they realize that they can fight for it because guess what? There's a labor shortage. So people are desperate to get them back to work. So they have the leverage and guy, God, just fucking take advantage of it.
0: Yeah, I think that's, that's a fair assessment. You know, that's a fair really assessment. I don't really know what else to add to that. I was, I was, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah I, was, I was very good. I was seeing her playing around with some audio stuff, and I'm, I'm really confused as to why, like, only my microphone is being heard. You can't hear me? <laughs> like, not anything else. No, no, no. Like, I'm trying to play, like, these trump drops. And nothing's coming through. So I
1: don't, I don't God damn! I'm,
0: re- I'm really confused.
1: <laughs> now, now you sound like a boomer. You were just shitting on boomers, and now you sound like what? Uh, I'm whatever, confused. I, don't, even play I audio. don't know where I am.
0: <laughs> I'm just really worried. I'm just really worried that I'm going to like pull this audio at the end of the show, and it's going to be garbage for some reason.
1: Sounds good at my end, but then again, what does that mean? I oh, go whatever.
0: Huh? Let's keep going. Let's just, just keep
1: going. And the wheels in the sky keep on turning. Let's just keep swimming. <laughs> so what else is new? We got, uh, we got a couple things in the docket tonight. We got Matt Arbrey. We got uh, Trump. <laughs> Biden's turning into Trump. I feel like it's like a, like a sort of anamorph type thing at this point <laughs> where eventually he's going to show up with yellow hair with his Remain in Mexico. Plan. But you
0: know what? It's gonna, it, No, yeah, it's going to be like uh, like Venom and Carnage. It's going to be like, 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 they look really similar, but they're different, and here's why. Because my guy does this, and your guy does that, and that's the way <laughs> it is. That, that was my best Walter Kong kind of impression.
1: There you go. And that's the way it is. But yeah, we could talk about uh, Ahmad Arbery. You know, uh, uh, one of the... <coughs> so if you remember, when George Floyd was killed... During all of the pro- like yeah. before all the protests and when, every- when shit hit really hit the fan, there was Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and George Floyd. And George Floyd is the one that caught most of the steam because that one was the most blatant death, not even death, blatant murder of the three caught on camera. And so that's the one that people saw. And it just, unless you were a real, real, real piece of shit, you looked at that video and you went, yeah, that's a fucking murder. You know what I mean? Never mind the guy has a badge, fuck that, fuck all of that. You look at that video, you saw a guy kneel on another guy's neck while that man cried for his mother for 8 minutes and 46 seconds, and he died. <laughs> but right before that was the Ahmad Aubrey killing, which was literally a fucking lynching. You see the video, they're chasing this guy down like a goddamn animal in their pickup trucks with shotguns. And he's literally running for his life. They jump out of their truck and they point the shotgun at him. He tries to get that shotgun away from him to to get it off of him because he literally doesn't want to die. And they fucking assassinate him in the street. And here's what's fucked up about it, man.
0: Can I say one one thing about the people that killed him on Arbor? Just one second. Yeah. The there, I don't know if it's their mug shots or whatever it is, but like the pictures that I am seeing of these two guys, basically they they look like some like side characters you would have run into in Breaking Bad. <laughs> they like, they definitely look like they were running a meth lab out of a out of a. I am not even gonna say a trailer just because I don't want to bear offense to any people nope. who live in trailer parks like trailer yourself park, and like I used so. to.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but
0: I am talking about like an RV, like an <laughs> like RV, in the middle park. of Iowa
1: somewhere. Nope, it was in the middle of it Georgia. Just, no, just pulled into a cornfield. Yeah, well, Brunswick, yep. Georgia. These bastards, they fucking, they said, well, he looks like the guy that might have been fucking around on a construction site. So it wasn't even a real house, dude. It was the construction site of a home. They saw a black guy rummaging around at once, and then they saw this kid jogging, and they thought it was him, so they chased yeah. him down. Don't you, know, don't you know y'all look alike? Right? Like, what the fuck? And here's what pisses me off, dude. They went they, they sat free after killing that man for 10 fucking weeks. Ten weeks. And you know why? It's because Gregory Michael, the one that was in, one of the ones that was involved in it, I think it was his son that did the shooting, was uh, an officer in the Department of Glen County where this happened it, since the in the 80s. and then later he was an investigator for the district attorney's office. So yeah. they didn't investigate this because they thought he did wrong. They had the tape; like they knew what happened. They let him walk free. They didn't investigate him because of what they knew. They investigated it because everyone else found out and they had to. So imagine how much chicken was under the really, rug.
0: Yeah the, the the other thing that's really that's really stupid about this is like you. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying anything that everybody doesn't already know but you know we're a relatively new show and we haven't had a chance to necessarily express our opinions on this deal the guy was caught supposedly like let's say he really was the guy on that construction site right let's just let's just say in an alternate but universe that he was he was there
1: you know we'll yeah, never sure, fucking he was there. know because he never got so he died an innocent man because he's never brought to a trial and you're innocent until proven guilty
0: the, the whole point is like okay, so it was a guy that was like wandering around on a construction site for a home in what universe is that a reason to shoot somebody? You know what I mean? Like, cause to me, and, and in you're Georgia, a gun guy, barely. Corey, and I guess, but like you, you're, you're a gun advocate, you know, you're, a, we're both, we're both two way guys. We both own guns. Uh, like, like, I cannot even imagine actually just discharging my firearm in the direction of another human being. Yeah. I can't even, like, picture it in my head. You know what I picture in my head? I picture a guy that's also pointing a gun back at me is essentially the only really... The only real thing I can think of that would make me go, oh, yeah, I'm going to discharge this firearm right in your fucking <clears throat> mouth is yeah. what I'm going to do.
1: Yeah. so I mean, even a guy with comes- a
0: knife, I feel like I could get away, you know, everything like that.
1: Even, like, in states, like in the state of Michigan, we have standard ground laws to where, like, if I'm somewhere, I don't have to retreat if you're trying to come after me with, like, malice or intent or anything like that. And I can defend myself. Mm-hmm. But that law goes out the fucking window when you're chasing somebody in a pickup because your life isn't threatened, motherfucker. You're out to do bodily harm. Yeah. Like what? What would what did you think was the end game? They're like, oh, it was a citizen's arrest. What the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. You know, and fucking Christ. Last I checked have- arrests don't.
0: Last say checked arrests don't generally involve shooting.
1: <laughs> I mean, just just huh. in, in my experience. Yeah, in our experience it doesn't involve shooting. Yeah. We get cops to tell us that hey, next time you blow through that stop sign, you're going to get points. That's now my experience listen with here, cops. junior. You know, I'm not uh, my, my skin shade's are a little bit lighter. So, it might be different for different people. Just
0: speaking of the uh Ahmaud Arbery thing, did you did you, did you uh, this this story came out I, I think it was actually a few weeks ago, but while we're on the subject about the uh the vanity plate that the that the two I'm going to call them murderers uh, had on their truck. That's fair. Yeah, it was so the fucking. demand. Go ahead. They're they're demand. They're demanding it. I don't know. We must be on a del- weird delay. Uh there there were uh, demanding that the plate from the footage be removed from the jury being able to see on it to s- to see what was on it because. It has the Confederate flag on it. It was the old Georgia flag as if somehow that makes them any less of murderers for shooting an unarmed back black man in the back.
1: Well, what kills me is the fact that they're trying to preemptively not get that brought into court as evidence, as, as evidence that they have a racial intent. And and what that says. So what they're not saying when that when it, when they when that is being said is the fact that there's obviously some sort of subconscious fucking thought process that's like, oh well, I have this, and I know it means this, even if I say it doesn't, I know it does to the point where they're like, whoa, 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 <laughs> we can't bring that up in the court case. <laughs> you know what I mean? And these jackasses, you know, now that flag got changed because of them. Uh, they, I think, they're instituting hate crime laws now in the state of Georgia because of them. So I mean, stuff like that is progress. Some of it's more platitudes than uh, real things, but instituting hate crimes in the, in the state is is progress. Like there's federal hate crimes, but Georgia doesn't have state hate crimes. Um. Yeah, yeah, no, the Ahmaud Arby, Let's also talk about Brianna Taylor. That's one that got lost in the mix of all of this. Brianna Taylor was in her house fucking sleeping when the cops busted yeah. in the doors and shot. They busted in the doors of the wrong fucking apartment and started opening fire. So they busted in the doors on the wrong apartment. The boyfriend of Brianna Taylor, who was also just like me and you, a Second Amendment advocate, had a gun. He was standing his ground and he was protecting his domicile when the police came in and didn't announce who the fuck they were. He sees a bunch of people with flashlights and guns. He opened fire. That's a scenario like that we were literally just talking about where we would open fire. Right? Am I wrong?
0: Well, but Corey, but Corey, I'm going to play the boomer devil's advocate here. Didn't he have drugs in the house? Wasn't there drugs in the house?
1: That doesn't matter. They didn't know that. That's not what they were there for. And I don't even think they did. I don't think they found anything. They tried to charge him with assault, and they ended up dropping the charge on him because he shot one of the cops. The cops obviously knew they were at fault because they dropped the charges on him. And this nurse who was just got done doing, like, what, a double shift or something like that during the middle of a fucking pandemic got killed in her sleep, murdered in her sleep by... People who are have a badge that says they're swe- they are swearing to serve and protect.
0: I think that might have been before the pandemic really hit, but either no, way... No, that was right
1: in the midst of it, because uh, when George Floyd got it, because it was like literally within... Because all three of these happened. I remember going, what the fuck? Because they all happened well, within the Ar- same Arbery,
0: month. Arbery well, was, Arbery was killed on February 23rd, 2020. And you said Breonna Taylor was
1: before... No, Brianna was after, after Aubrey because it went Aubrey Brianna after. George okay. Floyd. Let's let's Google it. Okay. so
0: it would have been it would have been it would have been right at the beginning of to, of the time when things <clears> were when everyone was up scared. It was right around St. Patrick's Day. Yep.
1: Yeah, Brianna Taylor was killed on March thirteenth, twenty twenty. So
0: yeah, right when everything was shutting down.
1: Yep, right when everything was really starting to. Because I remember because you know? she was in Kentucky. You're in Michigan. It was
0: yeah it was it was basically uh, St. Patrick's Day when it when it when everything shut down here but you, here, here's what's even more interesting about that it, it it's it's amazing how that kind of thing comes full circle right because you have Brianna Taylor who was killed while sleeping after a shift in uh as a as a nurse and and you know conservatives i don't know even know if i should use them in this cuz i don't Let's know this is just say boot like conservatives, conservatives
1: that are well, against it
0: yeah, she okay. Bootlickers. She, I like that. She, uh, she well, she. well, she did have, didn't she have a criminal past, or there was something? But so, like, their excuses are always like, you know, well, there were drugs. Oh, it, it was, uh, it was there were drugs in their in their system. Like, it was isn't that what happened with George Floyd? Yeah, was, yeah, it, there uh, was heroin in his system? What's the something? drug on brain Fentanyl. farting on? Fentanyl. Fentanyl. Yeah. Yeah. So like, like that's like that's a reason for them to die. Um. But what's interesting about that is it's kind of come full circle now because, like, a nurse like Brianna Taylor is killed for nothing, but still excuses are made for for why her death was justified, which is ridiculous. But then, like, we go through this whole long period of time where nurses are, oh, my God, these people are heroes. They're heroes. They're putting their own health on the line to continue to go to hospitals and treat people while this unbelievably horrible pandemic is going on. And now so many of these nurses are being threatened with their jobs because they won't get vaccinated heroes yesterday goats today.
1: What do you say? What do you say? Yeah. I mean, and that's something that it's a nice little pivot right there. It's something that I wanted to touch base on a little bit, not necessarily a lot. Cause we really beat it to death last week when it comes to COVID, but, mm-hmm. uh, I did want to share this, actually, because uh, it's another little video I have for you. Um, Brett Weinstein shared this recently, and uh, I figured you might find it interesting as well. This is a little montage of all the different shows that are out right now. And uh, go Mm -hmm. ahead and listen to this. brought
0: to you by, by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. is brought to
1: you by Pfizer CBS then, yeah, helps it's watch.
0: Like, it's like talk
1: about conflict of interest, you know, and then like he saw it goes to, on, on. It just keeps yeah. going on and on and on and on and on. So I did a little deep dive, you know, and uh the biopharmaceutical this is on forbs.com. The biopharmaceutical industry provides 75 75% of the FDA's drug review budget. Is this a problem? And so it's just Follow the money, man. We said that like a bunch of times on uh, on our show now. At this point, and it's just absolutely mind numbing to me that it's like, of course, of course, FDA is sponsored by all yeah, of these yeah. fucking companies.
0: But but having but having these opinions, you know, of in uh, their opinions based on things that are like in reality, like like what you just showed. Like, could some of that have been, you know. Uh, chopped up and put together, of course. But, like, I watch sports, dude. I watch, you know, I, I turn on the cable news networks every now and again just to see what the the, the asshole corporate media is talking about. Pfizer's all over the place. Like, if, if you want to say that, like, that video is a little bit of a uh, misrepresentation or a little bit of, uh, you know, going a little bit overboard, it's not really that bad. I mean, the fact that you even have to use that as some sort of an excuse to justify it. It tells you everything you need to know, right?
1: Yeah. What was that uh, antidepressant drug that Pfizer had that they knew was giving people heart attacks?
0: Oh, um... It's like starts you know, with an A. Up for you.
1: And it, like, they knew about it and didn't say anything and they had to pay out a bunch of money. Um, Yet, yeah, um...
0: I, th- I mean, they also had a re- a voluntary recall on Chantix not long ago, which is the uh, the, the medication that's supposed to help you stop smoking because it gives you, like, suicidal thoughts or something. Jesus so there was that, But that's not the one you're talking about. I know you're not talking about that one. Um, Oh, what the hell is it? Yeah,
1: Chantix. Ch- I mean, why are uh, I only really seeing Chantix? Torcetrabid? Um... Was it like Alecra or Alecri or something like that? It sounds right. I know, but that's not good enough. (laughs) Um Effectsor? Is it Effectsor? They had yeah, they had some drug. That was from 2014. This one was a couple years ago. But like we're like we're talking about the pharmaceutical industry that we all know is money hungry. Pieces of shit. Look at what's happening with Purdue Pharma right now. They literally helped indoct- and like helped kick off the whole fucking opioid crisis in our country. You know, the Sackler family is dropped billions of dollars, and uh, now all of a sudden we're just supposed to trust them blindly, and anyone who questions them is dangerous talk.
0: Yeah, like if uh, if you mention the data coming out of Israel in the UK with regards to the vaccine, which he talked about last week, you know, all of a sudden you're, you're, you're spreading dangerous information. I couldn't possibly disagree more, dude. Like I want the truth I want to right. know what's actually going on. I want to read the data or at least, at least listen to somebody who interpret the data that I, that is, is unbiased and knows what the hell they're talking about.
1: Yeah. But that's all I got to say about that. I, uh, <clears throat> I just want everyone to remember that uh, they're all they're in it to make the money. They're not in it to save lives. They could give two shits about me. Never were, you.
0: never will be. Never
1: were, never will be. Look at their history. Look at what they do. Look at how they do things. And as evidenced by that video of how everything is just sponsored by them, FDA, 75% of their budget comes from these private industries. There might be a slant that goes in their favor. And it's not conspiratorial to, to question that, I don't think, at all um
0: i don't think so either no nope. this is not this is this is not some alex jones shit we're talking about right here. This, this is, is like all
1: stuff that you can literally mean yeah, stuff yeah but enough of that we beat that horse dead last week and uh i think we did
0: too you want to talk about sanjay gupta and joe rogan
1: uh well first week yeah i guess that's a good segue
0: let's we'll talk about how uh
1: yeah, I guess I mean there was a lot of
0: vaccine discussion. Uh, on dude, that that was, show. look first. I want to. I just want to. I just want to say this. First of all, I give so much credit to Sanjay Gupta for too. going on Joe Rogan's podcast. He's, like he like I I applaud him.
1: I think he single handedly gave CNN more credibility <laughs> by coming on that show, which they immediately any credibility he gave them they dashed. Don Lemon, or whatever his name yeah, is,
0: yeah. Because then you have you have Don Lemon, or as you call him, Don Lemon. Don Lemon,
1: which I actually like. Which I actually <laughs> like we just even call better him that from now on. Don Lemon
0: immediately brings Gupta on his Le show. Lemon in says French means like
1: the man. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that! Everyone's learned some French on our show too. <laughs>
0: So this dirty French frog brings Gupta on his show immediately after uh, immediately <laughs> immediately, after, immediately after being on Joe Rogan, and goes, "Ah, uh, I know it was just a t- t- tongue in cheek." interview with oh my god as soon as i heard don lemon say that the, the tongue-in-cheek thing i was like you fucking idiot you don't get it you don't get that this man that is an, a a self-admitted idiot comedian that just likes to have conversations and 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 do cage fighting commentary
1: does your job better than you do your job right it was the most comprehensive like in-depth conversation that came out of this converse out of like the whole conversation about COVID and stuff like that. It was literally someone who just asked questions about everything and then someone on the other side who follows a mainstream narrative and they went back and forth. They went for tit for tat. Sanjay Gupta debunked stuff that Joe Rogan said, Joe Rogan debunked stuff that Sanjay Gupta said, and it was just... It was a really, really good conversation. Like, when I was done with it, I wasn't pissed off at CNN. I wasn't pissed off at Joe Rogan. I was refreshed that a real conversation can be had. And a conversation like that is good for the country. And then CNN... A
0: conversation... A conversation between... A, a doctor. A corporate media guy. And a doctor. And, and Sanjay, Sanjay Gupta.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and it, all, all, yeah, also a doctor. And a new media guy like Joe Rogan. Just... Sitting down and having a conversation. When
1: worlds collide.
0: It was it was so nice. Like I I will say, like I think Joe did it was honestly the most I'd ever seen Joe kind of really get after a guest. In quite a long time, but I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that, like, look, Sanjay Gupta's network lied about Joe Rogan. They just, they just outright lied about him. Yeah, they dude. Lied about it,
1: him. it was almost like a little uncomfortable when you're hearing that part, but Joe Rogan was not letting it up. He's like, dude, dude, your network yeah. fucking lied. He goes, yeah. he, he goes, what did he say? He goes, he goes, did I got fucking enough money? I'm not gonna buy horse dewormer or something. You no, know, he doesn't. So he said, I got money, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I, I
0: can afford you said, I can
1: afford people drugs, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I have money. And he's right. Joe Rogan's one of the richest people in the country. You know, <laughs> he's like, I can afford people drugs, motherfucker. <laughs> that was hilarious.
0: Yeah. But isn't that another interesting thing, though? Like, this this is actually one thing that, like, and, and I love listening to Joe and all the nuanced conversations that he has and, and all the different people he brings on. But sometimes, like, when he talks about the way that he handled COVID and the way that he handles covid uh, you know, and, and the thing it's 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 all about the things he has access to that you and yeah, I don't have it was access a to. It's I think, it's you, kind I of think you mentioned that before. Yeah, it's
1: a little elitist. A little bit. Yeah, a little absolutely. bit. And, and it
0: sucks. And and he does he does acknowledge it from time to time, but I, I'm not sure that he acknowledges it quite <laughs> Wait, enough that he has. Everyone should be in a decompression
1: can... chamber. It's like Joe, where the fuck am I gonna put a decompression chamber? <laughs> In your in your trailer. In my trailer. What I'm making a dude even,
0: dig a hole in out. my house. Like I don't, I don't have a big house. I don't have anywhere to put a fucking decompression chamber. Yeah. Or, a, or a or a sauna.
1: And oh, for any of the audience that's listening, for my uh my continued saga of trying to get out of said trailer. Looks like it's gonna be coming soon. Got approved for my loan. The timing's about to start getting right. Looks like all the chips are falling in place. I'm about to get the fuck out. I'm exchanging these wheels for some for some real foundations, damn. Not gonna duck and cover every time white I... you white collar you white collar piece of shit. I'm an elitist now. I know, right? <laughs> you, you,
0: you rich white guys and your new
1: houses. <laughs> these goddamn elitists. Speaking of elitists, <laughs> let's talk about two of them who are turning are morphing and anamorph style more and more into the same. How about Biden, uh Uh, restarting up Trump's border policy of remained in Mexico. (laughs) That was, that was, was that ever like removed? Uh, well, he kept in place title 42, which was because of COVID. They couldn't bring people in, but it didn't really do anything. But now he's pressing Mexico to hold him there. Just like Trump did. Remember when Trump was racist for doing that? But yeah, so I'm I'm looking at the Ah, hill.com right now. And, uh, Mm-mm. They always pop up with their things about subscribing. Biden to re re-impl- reimplement Trump's remain in Mexico. This is uh from ten fifteen twenty one at eight twenty nine AM by Rebecca Baitch. B-E-I-T-C-T-S-C-H. B-E-I-T-C or T S C H. How do you say that last name? Baitch? you better be careful when you say
0: that last name this is what all I'm gonna say. <laughs> so here's <laughs> what's frustrating about this. Whether it's, whether it's Trump or whether it's Biden or whether it's Obama or whether it's Richard Nixon or whether it's Hunter Hurst Helmsley. Yes, I brought up a, a wrestler's name. Uh, it doesn't matter who's doing it. The Remain in Mexico plan, all you're doing, literally all you're doing road. is kicking the can down the road. These people aren't going to stop trying to get in here.
1: Right. But yeah, so the Biden administration. Told- Let's
0: bring him in. Let's get them paying
1: taxes. Right. Yeah. Let's stop destabilizing southern countries so that makes everyone leave. The Biden administration too. told the that courts too. late Thursday that it plans to reimplement the Trump Bayer remain in Mexico policy in mid November if it can get buy in from the neighboring government. <laughs> Same shit Trump did. Oh, oh
0: man.
1: 100%. Oh, this is, the move comes after the initial victory by Texas and Missouri in a suit that argued the Biden administration too hastily withdrew the policy under which the U.S. transported 70,000 asylum seekers to Mexico to await a determination case. (laughs) So he technically already started it, (laughs) and now it's just official. And guess what? (laughs) You don't hear this shit with the words racism... And all of the other sensationalized hot topic words in the titles. Like, I mean, even for the Hill, look, Biden to reimplement Trump's remain in Mexico in November, not Biden plans to <laughs> try like the remain in Mexico plan. Like, Trump's name is still in it. You know what I mean? Like, the narrative is still there that it involves Trump.
0: I kind of want to go back to where you said that uh, he kind of already started it and now it's just kind of official. Can we chalk that up to his dementia? Like, he just kind of, like, he put that piece of chalk down to to pick up another piece of chalk, <laughs> and now he's picking up the other one again to finish it.
1: He's, gotta finish like, the, he's got to finish his hands. finger painting. I only got two <laughs> hands. I can only hold two pieces of chalk. Come on, he's man. finish his finger hey,
0: painting so he can go. Hey, fat. My, my buddy Corn Pop, I got hair on my legs.
1: <laughs> Fucking Biden. I'm thinking about being him for Halloween, <laughs> and then just wearing his mask and walking up and sniffing people at the parties.
0: I, I'll be Kamala. I can't put on blackface though, because nope, then I'll get that'll get you definitely canceled. canceled.
1: Yeah, can't do blackface, one hundred percent. But you can be a bitch. <laughs> 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 can
0: I be one? Can I be? Can I be one of Epstein's underage girls? You could just you could just sniff me all night long on
1: the, the, the oh did you party. hear that's something I wanted to talk about did you hear about John Wolf or is it Tim Wolf the Epstein book is it John Wolf that that uh, author
0: yeah was it the part where he was basically like I can offer up information on Clinton or Trump whichever one you want
1: yeah he was trying to play them Dick Wolf was it who it was.
0: That sounds like a born name.
1: One of the wolves. One of the the authors. He's a wolf. I don't know. But yeah, he had that big interview with Steve Bannon, and Steve Bannon didn't even deny it. And he was basically saying that essentially he had dirt on both of them. And he was trying to play the two against each other. Which, that's the conspiracy that I'll die believing, man. Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. That is the name of my Wi (laughs) Fi. I swear to God. Yeah, we just. Yeah, we. Is it really? Yeah, Jeffrey Epstein we, did we, not kill him.
0: We just don't know who killed him. You know, it was the elites. But does it really matter? Honestly, at the end of the day, does it really matter? Like we know that you're all involved. You're all in this goofy circle of of people. But and, and the thing is like I don't want to be one of those like people that jumps off the deep end and goes, oh, my God, there's a giant pedophile ring of all of the high powered people. Everyone's having sex with kids. Like, I just I can't quite get on board with that. And I don't even necessarily know that what Epstein might have had on either Clinton or or Trump was necessarily like pedophilia stuff that's. It doesn't necessarily need to be that, but like if you find out Donald Trump's like going to Epstein's private island and having sex with like 19, 20 year old girls, that still
1: isn't a good look. Prince Same Andrew, for Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. All these people, and yeah, Bill Gates. Uh, see, this is what pisses me off about it. Is what what kicks up stories like this is super conspiracy theorists, and it delegitimizes it. You know, it delegitimizes it to where yeah. you have people running, like, to where, like, there was an actual thing happening where everyone's like, oh my God, you know, look at the flight logs. Like, this shit's real. Gislaine Maxwell, like, she's, but she's still alive somehow. She's still kicking. I don't know where she is. Everyone's rushing her under the rug. And, uh, you know, like, we know that, like, obviously there is something there. But then what delegitimizes it is people like Alex Jones, and all people are running with it, and like, oh, what was that? Cosmo, or Cosmic Pizza, Cosmic Ping Pong, oh, it's fucking this pizza parlor, this kind of crazy shit's going on, and then uh, someone goes in and tries to shoot it up, and it just takes all the steam from it, because then everyone goes, oh, look, only crazy people believe this.
0: Yeah, the OAN guy that went in there and was like, uh, I'm going to try and get back there. There's been people coming out of there. And then you it's find the out Comic Pizza didn't even
1: have it. doesn't even have a basement. <laughs> Fucking idiots. That's what I'm saying. It's like... <laughs> the, place, the place didn't even have a basement. Oh, it's so frustrating. Because, and that's what frustrates me, too. Is like like two years ago, like all these same conspiracy theorists were saying, oh, it's going to be tyranny and this and that. To where now like the mandates and it seems like there is government overreach where it's like, ah, like you were kind of right. But I'm still not going to agree with you because what you were saying is still batshit cuckoo crazy you know what I mean to where it's like tone it down dude like like reality is stranger than fiction why make shit up like just recently I saw something on my feed someone talking about Biden with a picture of Jill and it's like Jill Biden was the babysitter for Joe Biden and his wife and they had an affair when she was 17 before (laughs) His wife died, and then they got married later. It's like, no, that's not true. That's not fucking true. Yeah, there's yeah. fucking shit to shit on. Before, very- why make shit up and delegitimize the argument that you have?
0: But you know what's funny, Corey, is I said the same thing about Donald Trump. I said the same thing about Donald Trump. I mean, there are so many reasons to disapprove and fucking hate this guy. Why do it and over all shit you want to do is? you want and not only fake, but even if it's real it's tweets the, yeah it's 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 stuff that's stupid like there's a million reasons for that there's a million reasons to hate donald trump
1: oh man he called someone a dumbass on choose. twitter no fuck that how about he was trying to get rid of the glri which is the great lake restoration initiative which is a coalition of eight states that uh help rebuild and like protect the coastline of the great lakes which is one of the biggest coastlines in our country How about he created a deficit that we're dealing with now, or he destabilized relationships with our allies overall, and at the same time pissed off China, which I'm okay with pissing off China, but you get your ducks in a row when you do it. You get your ducks in a row. You get your allies on board with you. And like things like what happened with Australia, giving Biden credit. Look at recently what the nuclear submarine did with Australia. Yeah, pissed off France. That's annoying. They did a really shitty job at doing it, but- we need to work on our TPP agreements. You know what I mean? We need to work on getting allies going, like, in the Asian Pacific region with the Philippines and Japan and South Viet- and South Korea and Vietnam and Taiwan. And, you know, and, like, you can't burn the candle at both ends.
0: Yeah, but the, everything that you just mentioned, I can um, – even some of, some of the things you just mentioned, I haven't even really looked into. And I feel like I'm relatively connected, at least to domestic policy and, and foreign policy, at least for a layman, right? At least for an intellectual idiot, right? I'm no expert. I'm not a journalist. But like for the most part, I like to try and stay connected to this stuff. And even some of the things you just mentioned, I'm not entirely connected to. Like, imagine somebody that's even the next tier below me when it comes to interest in geopolitics in or, or domestic politics. Yeah, it's like – so imagine somebody that doesn't pay attention to any of this shit, and all they see is uh, Trump tweeted this, and Biden did this, and oh, look at this little
1: thing. It's like – Oh, yeah, he was a constant just mosquito in your ear, just whining, going – like all of his tweets are, well, why is this person doing this, and I can't do this, and oh, how come this and this? And he sounded like a petulant child, dude, that never had his – Fucking, news. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. He's so fucking annoying. <laughs> What's next?
0: <laughs> and people love him, though.
1: <laughs> oh, good news. You know, we, you know, our show trends that uh, seem to uh, always trend towards us bitching about everything because there's ample amounts to do. Sales tax and, uh, we're already getting long in the tooth. it said fi- we're at 50 minutes already.
0: Yeah. Uh, we talked about the workers' revolution already. Uh, did you have a, a how Oak is too woke for us this week? I Corey did, Rich? I do, and God
1: damn it, is it good? All right, I forgot. So in Michigan, we have the line, the Enbridge Line Five, which is an oil line that goes under the Straits of Mackinac, which goes like basically it goes from the like Canada through uh, like the Upper Peninsula down to the Lower Peninsula, and, like kind of goes like we're near the bridges, and it it ships crude oil back and forth it's a, it's an essential line sure do i th- i think personally that it's a detrimental like if an accident happened it'd be detrimental to our great lakes like i forget what it is exactly but like salt water breaks down oil a little bit better cuz the uh the ph level's different cuz of the salt but in fresh water it would just be really really bad and uh so this line 5 goes underneath there and the governor and everyone's been trying to shut it down the governor Said that the that the line was actually trespassing. Um, let me see if I can find where the quote on that is. Um, That's silly. Gretchen Wiener ordered a shut down line five on May twelfth, as well as Attorney General Dana Nestle's efforts to force Embridge to comply. The company has ignored it, and they're saying that it's basically them. They're just uh, trespassing, so they're letting. So they're still flowing their oil while they're letting all the legalities and the law and the lawsuits. And the uh, court cases play out because, you know, our court system is slow as shit. So, it's a line that could potentially, like I said, really, really hurt the Great Lakes. I think that we should find an alternative. Like, I come up with cockamamie ideas in my own head. Like, why can't we have, like, it just go under the bridge, over the water, with a giant gutter underneath it. So that if there was some weird sort of leak, it would just go on the gutter and then go onto either side where it could be a pool, where it could collect... To where it doesn't drip in the water. It's safely secure. I think there's a million ways that we can do this. It's just this old line that's like 60 years old that's been there and it should be gone. Sure. I don't disagree with that. But now where I say how woke is too woke is. Ah, yes. I'm looking. Yeah. So this is where I'm getting it with how I will just laying-, laying down some uh, context for it. So mlive.com is a, it's a, it's a uh, Michigan based website. And the article reads, Line line 5 flow stopped after activists break into Enbridge valve site. So a group of activists used a pipe wrench in an attempt to shut down line (laughs) (laughs) 5. Something broke into this little pump station and literally tried to just close it down with a fucking wrench on one of the valves and just crank it shut. Like they, in their weird dumbass fucking heads, they thought they could just shut it off and that would be the end all be all. Now immediately as soon as I read yeah, that. Yeah, so,
0: so I guess my my thing is this. Hold on real quick. The, the, the first thing I'm thinking, maybe you're thinking the same thing. The first thing I thought of when I read that was like, um, so, you know, Frank from the pipe commission can't just walk in there tomorrow morning and turn it back on. <laughs> like, are you gonna break in there every night and shut the whole thing okay, down? So, what are you gonna do? So
1: you think it's like more trivial? It's like, oh, you fucking idiot. So this is where my head immediately went. That stuff is pumped, right? So there's a hydraulic pump that's pushing this ship, and it comes from Canada. These guys capped it off in the side of Michigan. Have you ever taken a hose and kinked a hose when the water was still running? It just builds up all that pressure in the hose, right? It just builds up a shit ton of pressure in the hose. And if there's any weak spots in that hose, it's going to cause a rupture. Right? When there's like, when there's oil, I forget how many gallons get pumped every day. It's actually a pretty impressive number. And you just stop it at one end. And like, it's like all of these things, they take processes to do to where it's like, all right, first off, we got to shut down. The hydraulic pump. Then we got to drain the line. And then after that, then, like, it's just like winterizing a line for for a uh, RV or anything else like that. Then we can close this line off so nothing can go, so no back pressure can push anything back. If you just shut this off at one end, you just took an issue that is maybe an 8 out of 10 danger and made it like a 15 out of 10, dude. Like, what the fuck were they thinking? I'll tell you what, they weren't. The guy who fucking did his name was Pete Moss. He's some fucking stupid, super fucking woke dumbass who has no concept of essentially.
0: Uh, Corey, anything. Corey, I have to correct you. Pete Moss, Pete Moss is a they. So, so there's more than one of them. Use proper pronouns. There's more than one of them. I don't get it. I don't give a fuck, dude. I'm not even gonna lie. When I when oh, I read his this, I, my head started to hurt. Yeah, my my head started to hurt because. It was like, okay, it just kept saying they, and I'm like, so are we talking about a plural people, or are we talking about just Pete moss? Like, I, I
1: couldn't figure out- oh the shit, yeah, you right. the article, the even, even in this time of dire things, so instead of calling this guy an idiot, they still respected his uh, pronouns, because they didn't want to get in trouble for it. What the fuck? Fuck He's that guy. guy. He, I don't he, give a shit they, who he is. They, Die, they girl, a guy, girl, alien- fucking you know what he is he's a dumbass that's what he is like fucking the dad from that 70s show you dumbass like that person that person is a dumbass out of fear of our for our lives we shut down line 5 oh yeah we felt our lives <laughs> are in immediate peril from an oil spill so let's let's make one happen said Lillian Ellis a non-binary gender Lillian Ellis a non-binary transgender person who goes by Pete Moss see Remember when I was saying how the crazy white people delegitimize like things that could be legitimate by going completely wacko? People like this Here's delegitimize people like this delegitimize actual woman movements for people in the transgender movement and people in the LGBTQ community by doing dumb shit like this. It feels like we are on the well, edge of global that, climate agree, collapse.
0: About,
1: we need to take action. What to about stop climate
0: it. activists? They delegitimize
1: climate activists yeah, too! Exa- yeah, this is exactly, you can't exactly even what that's doing. that Let's, let's, uh, help the climate by destroying it. The Patrick and SpongeBob episode. We did it, Patrick. We saved the city. Like, oh my god. Dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Like, oh my god. I wanna, I wanna kick this guy's ass. Like, fuck you, dude. Like, oh my god. I can't believe this shit, man. Like, I'm reading it again. up. No. Pete at Moss, 28 it, of Highland Park, a- said they were detained with two others by law enforcement officers. I hope they throw the book at this fucker. Go down there and protest 100%. You know, like, and, like, I go to protest. I mean friends were about to hop in the car with a bot- bottle of water and take it to the people who were trying to shut down the, uh what pipeline was it? The Keystone Pipeline. You know, like, we were, like, literally ready to load up our cars before Biden shut it down or whatever. Um, When they were treating the Native Americans out there like shit, you know? And, my God, like, talk about not being able to see the forest through the trees. Like, this fucking guy literally could have destroyed all of the Great Lakes over some super wokeism trope. Because he got so hyped up over eh, bullshit. Eh.
0: At best, I think Pete Moss used to be a girl, because it said Lillian, so
1: you're way off. And then she named herself after (laughs) Dirt. Pete Moss is basically like Dirt, right? Yeah, I'm
0: willing to bet Pete Moss does not have shaved armpits or pubes.
1: Yeah, Pete Moss is Dirt, so it's fitting, because she is Dirt. He, they, whatever, fuck that. You know I'm all for Day. people being Day. transgender and I'm all for people doing that, but you know what? I'm still going to judge people individually and I'm not going to judge any sort of group as a whole. And this person as an individual is, is a fucking moron. This not the way to solve get- climate change by <laughs> creating a, a pressurized oil line in the middle of the fucking great lakes that could rupture. Like, you know, Oh my God, dude. Dude, when I saw this, so a pressurized oil line. this is too fucking woke. Get a grip.
0: Yeah. And speaking of pressurized oil, Colin Powell. <laughs> <laughs> Am I laughing or? Oh, the war Colin Powell passed away, and every and everybody forgets about what a piece of shit he was because that's what you do when people die. Uh, well, no, not, that's not, no. True. not everybody forgot about what a piece of shit he was.
1: No, people gave him a pass because he didn't like Trump. And all of a sudden, he he uh ah, you got it. He uh, what did he do after two thousand one? He endorsed Biden, or he endorsed Obama and Biden and Hillary. He's a fucking war hawk. He's a war criminal. Just because in the last days he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry for what I did." That's like, sure, that's fine, but like, that yeah, doesn't excuse- maybe it was
0: a bad idea for us to go into Afghanistan slash Iraq. Actually Iraq is the one he's better known for.
1: Yeah. He's the one that carried the trope for the whole uh for the whole um weapons of mass destruction there. And then he kept it going, and then he kept it going. And then he kept it going. And so because he did evil things, but then he reconciled in the last minute, we're supposed to forgive him. Like why does he get a pass to do that? But then like we just talked about Robert E. Lee in the last couple episodes. And Robert E. Lee, he uh where, let me see if I can find it. Um, he never he changed.
0: He changed his, ways, his mind, Corey. Just like, just like: colon, just yeah, like, just Colin like Powell, Powell, like,
1: just like Colin Powell. So Lee accepted the position as head of Washington College in Lexington, Virginia, after the Civil War, in part to seek re- reconciliation between the North and the South. He wrote to one of his trustees of the college: "I believe it to be the duty of everyone to unite in the restoration of the country and the reestablishment of peace and harmony." Oh well, he sure sounds like a hum, hum loving or just fucking peace loving great guy. Why isn't he getting the pass? He regretted what he did. Why are we taking his statues down? Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, why did like? And you could argue. And
0: you told me earlier you could argue that Colin Powell is, and, and you can't even argue it's true. He was was responsible for more innocent deaths than absolutely. than uh,
1: than Robert e. Lee. Robert Lee wasn't dropping yeah. bombs and innocent people and in destabilizing countries. Robert E. Lee was just no, a statesman. He was, fighting a war. he was fighting a war and killed soldiers on the other side. And again, no, we it's, sound it's, like we love. No, people, people
0: would people would think that we love Robert no, E. Lee. We just
1: dislike Robert E. Lee just as much as we like Colin, Colin Powell. I keep calling him Colin Powell because <laughs> that's his name. His name is Colin. No, like I said earlier, he's a semicolon now because he's not around anymore. <laughs> um love and i love too
0: that like since he was like this this new darling of the left because he you know went against trump that he is now uh it's it's now his oh, death is now being I also forgiven, blamed on the unvaccinated
1: you arrest in paradise and, and his,
0: de- his death is being blamed on the unvaccinated the guy had fucking blood cancer bro like and that like oh yeah that's like the some, right soap, soap, right soap.
1: it's now the right is saying that uh That Oh, but he got vaccinated and now he died. So vaccinations don't work. And it's like, no, they still work. Yeah. Cancer.
0: They're both using both sides are using this as a reason for why vaccines are are why either non-vaccinated people are the devil or the vaccines are bad. Like you're literally taking the death of of one of the most prominent uh, political figures of our time. I'm just saying. For better or worse, right? You're literally taking this guy's death and turning it into a political trope for either f- being for vaccines or anti-vaccines. And then Corey and I get, it, get get up on this show every week and go, man, I can't believe people are the way they are.
1: It's funny because I actually kind of, <laughs> I mean, just... in my monologue later, I actually kind of touch base on that a tiny bit. I don't go into depth too much about it, but I touch on it a tiny bit. Um, what are we at? We're at a minute. What else do we got? Oh, how about Pete Buttigieg? We're in an hour. Pete Buttigieg? Should we talk about how certain jobs have a certain responsibility that should supersede wokeism? ism
0: Or we can also talk about how certain jobs are just figurehead jobs, like just title only?
1: (laughs) Is it a combination (laughs) of the two? Because you know what? I'm all... Because that's pretty much... People to judge, you know. So, like, I had a son two years ago, and I had to go back to work a week after. All right, like, I literally had to go back to work. It might have even been less than a week. It might have been a couple of days. I don't remember exactly. I know it wasn't very long. And I have a trivial ass job of just running production lines and making sure everything runs smoothly. And I had to go back to work. And I didn't have a kid. My wife had a kid. Pete Buttigieg didn't. Birth a kid out of his urethra or his asshole. He doesn't have a uterus.
0: Neither did his wife. Neither
1: did his wife or his husband, you know. And, uh, which which I'm completely okay with that. Um, my problem is, it's like, motherfucker, we have a supply chain crisis in our country right now. Our inflation is going through the roof because of shortages, because of transportation issues. You should probably. Get back into the fucking office and try to figure shit out and not sit at home. And he tried to say, well, I'm not on vacation. Having a kid is work. It's rewarding and it's beneficial, but it's work. And it's like, you just ran for president, motherfucker. Would you have been on this fucking maternity leave too if you were president? You know what I mean? Like, would he have just been out of office? That's such a
0: great, that's such a great point that you know that, what were you going to do if you were you were were you going to take two months paternity leave if you were the president of the United States good luck with that it's just it's. i think it's more when you of an accept a certain of like responsibility these, these
1: cab- you're supposed to be held to task and like this these, liberalism these this, cabinet positions
0: go ahead i'm sorry these cabinet positions are just yeah we got a weird delay going on here tonight uh these cabinet positions i think so often are just figurehead jobs like would anything really change if people to judge was in the office i doubt it like you 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 appointed the the former mayor of south bend fucking indiana as the secretary of transportation does south
1: bend even have any public transportation
0: <laughs> they have notre dame university that's it they have a private college I think they have what some else is buses. in south
1: bend i think they have some buses <laughs> <laughs> like the South Bend Public Transportation Corporation commonly noise transpose a municipal bus system. <laughs> he just went a guy that knew about a couple buses in charge of the permanent transportation.
0: Oh, it's all we need. Yeah. Just fix
1: the buses. A guy from Detroit with our fucking toy train that goes in a little circle and the fucking rail that goes two miles up and down would have had more experience in public transportation than this jackass.
0: Goddamn jackass. Get out of
1: here, you goddamn! jackass all right i got some good news for us dan some actually really good news we want to talk about equality and things like that so for our state this is local for the state of michigan this is on the detroit pre-press Freep.com. the michigan house votes overwhelmingly to eliminate taxes on tampons feminine high and feminine hygiene products because for some reason us men don't get taxed on any of our hygiene products, but women were getting taxed on their tampons. It doesn't make any goddamn sense whatsoever. But finally, does
0: that mean they're removing the state sales tax? Yeah,
1: they're removing the six percent sales tax on tampons, pads, and panty liners. So women had to pay taxes on this shit. It was considered a luxury item. It was a, the six percent sales tax is also called a luxury tax. <laughs> women yeah. stopping themselves from bleeding all over the place. On a cyclical thing that they have no control over was considered luxury.
0: I mean, it helps men too. I mean, imagine a woman without a pad sleeping next to you at night <laughs> while she's having a it. heavy flow. That's awfully like, misogynist, I mean, there, Dan. It's great
1: for the ladies,
0: <laughs> but you know, nobody wants to wake up in that mess. Nobody does. Neither do women, her. including
1: her. It's it's yeah, hygienic too. Nobody wants blood just in places. And like, think about it. There's women who can't afford that type of shit. Like, if we have low-income people. And like, the fact that they had to worry about a sales tax on something that's essential. Like, oh, I guess welcome to the 21st century. We're finally <laughs> doing this. But well, guess what? We're also not using candles anymore, Dan. We're using light bulbs. <laughs> and we're letting these women go to work. Jesus Christ. I can't believe that that was a thing. And I'm I very, very happy. A winter candle. So this, so for me, when we talk about platitudes and identity politics and like things that are just virtue signaling, this is when rubber meets the road. And this type of shit like this is real progress for progressives. And it sucks that it gets wrapped up in identity politics, that this stuff is thrown under like the wayside when this is real progress, this is going to have a real effect on day-to-day lives of women when we talk about women inequality and men inequality and the day-to-day, like, livelihoods of people in America. And, like, I think this is a big deal. This is really cool. I'm hoping that this goes into other states. I'm hoping that this actually reaches other states and provinces or whatever. Because when it comes to equality, like, women in the workforce there's times where they can't get into work because of their periods and stuff like that and i just think it's just i don't know i think it's just a really good thing it was just and all of the shit that we see it was a breath of fresh air i guess as trivial as it may seem to us but it was just like oh thank fucking god something's getting done
0: you're finally bringing the good news i mean i'm down with it Right, I mean, it's just. Hey, sometimes I have to go. Sometimes I have to go buy those things and bring them back to the home.
1: Yeah, and you have to pay sales. And now you have them to pay sales to the people tax on that them. Need them. Now, us men who buy the tampons also mm-hmm. don't have to pay sales tax on them.
0: Look at that. Does that embarrass you? Would you be embarrassed to do that? Nah. Like, I mean, I don't think Marissa would ever actually ask me to buy those, but I would if she did. But <laughs> it. Course of course, she has, she asked me to pick up almond milk sometimes, and I fucking forget on the way home. So I definitely probably forget that.
1: It uh, it just shows that I'm getting late, I guess. <laughs> so like, I flaunt it. I'm saying, obviously, these aren't for me. And I'm buying them for a woman who's comfortable enough with me that wants me to buy her pads. that's just for my mom. I've never bought pads for my mom.
0: Oh, that'd be weird. That would be different.
1: Or sister. Yeah, that would be weird damn pants for your sister. Which, if people do that, that's fine. I don't care. I'm not gonna t- harass someone for yeah, member. It, it's not for me. It's not for me. Um, What else we got here? Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> and, like, of course, it turned immediately into cringe. Yeah. yeah you know, it was funny at first. Making shirts for it and shit like that.
0: This So here's what's so funny about this, this Let's Go Brandon thing. We all know what it means. If you've been living under a mushroom, it essentially just means fuck Joe Biden. Uh, but it came from a NASCAR crowd. Yep. And I'm thinking, like, and here's the thing. I'm not one of those people that, like, shits on NASCAR. It's not my favorite sport. It's actually I interesting don't to watch when you actually,
1: like. Get like the kind of concept of it of how like there's teams and they draft and like it's all about the timing of when you do. Yeah, your but tires a lot of people
0: stuff. are like, a lot of people are like, "Here's NASCAR.
1: I'm, I'm gonna drive
0: fast and I'm gonna turn left." That's what they think. That's what they think the whole sport is. I'm smart enough. <laughs> yeah, they all to know go that for that the crashes Exactly right.
1: They just want to see crashes. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's not exactly right. But like the fan base though that shows up to a race that starts to chant, I'm not exactly going to allow to change my cultural opinion on things
1: <laughs> fuck joe biden oh do you hear that brandon they're saying let's go brandon which was a good cover by her you know it's a great cover by no, her it was
0: it was awful it was awful
1: <laughs> for but, being on you live know, tv it it had to, short of she had having to, to like cut from an actual fucking interview on live tv because of fcc and for for shit. profanities yeah oh they're saying let's go brandon I'm trying to save my network from getting fined a lot of money.
0: <laughs> you had something to say about the way that, that the, the hashtag let's go brandon has been marketed.
1: Oh yeah. It's that's what made it cringe for me. Like I'm seeing shirts now that say Let's Go Brandon and it's like I'm not gonna buy a shirt that six months from now isn't gonna mean diddly squat. You know, it's uh it's just absolutely it like of course you know, the left and the right both like to grab onto something for marketing and money driven purposes and just drive it into the dirt. And now you see people comment on like Joe Biden's press briefings. Let's go, Brandon. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Like, you're fucking dumb. Like, it's not funny anymore.
0: Like, Jen Psaki doesn't even know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Especially like when you see these shows, like, let's go, Brandon. What was I saying? It's, It's like, uh, like, if someone sees that shirt a year from now, they're going to think it's, like, for a cancer survivor or something. They're going to be like, oh, a guy, hey, yeah, yeah. a guy named Brandon must be going through, must be doing, like, was he in a marathon? What are we cheering for him for? Is he, is he doing one of those walks across the state to Ooh, raise money?
0: Let's start a new one. Hashtag Brandon Strong. He's suffering from leukemia, and uh, who's Brandon? We oh, have these wonderful T-shirts online that says "Let's go, Brandon." I think we should all buy these. Yeah, Jesus Christ! They're like two dollars a piece on eBay because nobody cares what they were for before this. Well. <laughs> Imagine, can you imagine seeing a fundraiser two years from now wearing the leftover Let's Go Brandon shirts for somebody that has, for a guy named Brandon that has like Is cancer? That, or
1: just trying to make up for his loss, of scrambling, waiting for some poor chap, some little kid with leukemia. Just gonna oh God, on go, it's just going to, I got brutal. these shirts, guys. I got 6,000
0: of them in my garage. Uh, yeah, we can't use those, Frank. Well, then just why not? Right. Well, because it's... uh. Well, you, you just look it up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How about Kamala Harris? Damn boomer. Being hated so bad that she had to hire child actors from Canada for her little talk she had with YouTube at the... uh, What was that? What's... what? Where was that? At? I was like... Because she's like the head of some space department. Space. Something about space. Yeah, something about space. But, like, they had child actors from Canada coming in and pretending that they were just kids coming to hang out with Camilla at the uh, fucking giant telescope or whatever.
0: You know, I really like that Camilla. She's a really nice-looking
1: young lady. Yeah. Are you looking it up? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying. Yeah, it was uh, some Canadian filmography company, and these kids actually had to... Um, audition for the job and then like if you would have watched it in the beginning you would have looked at it and been like this seems a little bit scripted but then like when you know that it is it's just so fucking cheesy they're running around this place going wow look at this hey guys come over here and like there's just music in the background and like Kamala Harris is doing her my fake my nipples are hard and Kamala Harris is doing her fake fucking uh um, what's it called like her fake niceness like hi kids we're gonna go see the craters on the moon and they're all like yeah and it's just like what the fuck is this, is this real life what is this it makes you question the moon land <laughs>
0: Matt, Matt Whitlock tweeted the Biden administration is using tax dollars to pay child actors to try and make Kamala Harris seem relatable <laughs>
1: Better Canadian. Than v-. That's outsourcing <laughs> Better than beep the show with uh Julie Louis Dreyfus. That's that show, right?
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> now the, I gotta watch yeah, that yeah, show. Beep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I, I just
1: Yeah, she Harris took part in a video for you. She space really day.
0: is She really is so unbelievably unrelatable and unlikable. And you know what? I'm listening. I'm, I'm picturing people hearing me say that because a lot of people used to say that about Hillary back in 2016. Well, that just makes you a misogynist, and now apparently a misogynist racist because I said that uh, because I, she happens to be a different skin color than me. Yep. Like she's a protected class. There is nothing wrong with these with women having this these positions of power. <laughs> Teens who like, took why part. We always have to have these horrible women doing it
1: teens who took part were revealed to be child actors and harris has faced criticism for not recruiting kids who are passionate about the space industry like really how hard would it have been to be like hey kid do you like space you want to come over here to the fucking uh, astrological center or wherever they were i can't think of uh the name of the place they were at or whatever but yeah the get curious the vice president harris video
0: and you know what? It does It does go a little bit both ways here, because back in 2016 a Hollywood reporter found that Trump's campaign paid actors like $50 each to cheer for him during a pre- during his presidential announcement. It sounds about so right, like, but we know ah. Trump
1: is all smoke and mirrors.
0: That's a good point, yeah. Like, Kamala wasn't supposed to be that person. Yeah,
1: she's supposed to be real. Remember her? Like, you gotta get along with your friends. Like, what friends? You had to pay people to come hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs> You, also, you loser! Fucking loser! Nobody liked you. You, you were Trump? one of the first to like- drop out. Tossie <laughs> had the entire establishment Democratic Party against her, and she lasted longer than you.
0: <laughs> Reeling. Really? Oh, did she really? Though she just chose not to drop out. That's true. She had a very uh, shoestring budget. Um, Corey, we're at an hour and 19. I think we had a good show. Do you want to save your monologue for next week when I actually have one? Uh, well, this show has kind of been off the wall. Or do you want to try and do another one? All right, yeah, I can run another ahead. one so next week.
1: It. I'll have more time. I'm going to read this one just because it's time sensitive because I just got off being like really, really sick. So... should have gotten vaccinated. I should have gotten what, what, from the flu? I guess I could have gotten vaccinated from the flu. They do make vaccines for that. So <laughs> you're right. All right. Let me take a sip of my bourbon.
0: Good, because I'm almost gone. I'm almost done. Mm.
1: Smoke and mirrors. Sixty hours ago, I was at the pit of utter despair, neck deep inside the porcelain bowl, coddling the silent object for some unreciprocated comfort. The cold, inanimate object just mocking me in silence. Expelling whatever demons were inside me due to what I could only imagine was the flu, only imagined because when I was urged to get tested, the test that was recommended first was the COVID test. That led to the conversation that we wanted to make sure I was COVID negative before anything else, and by the time the negative email binged on my phone, I honestly didn't give a damn about a flu test. I tested negative for COVID, again, just like the six other times that I've had it and had, and had that damn cotton swab jammed up my nose. Why spend more out of pocket cash for them to tell me what I tell me that what I already knew when I was already feeling better? To be fair, the newer tests are much less intrusive than the originals. Thanks, science. Laying at the altar of the lavatory, I begged and pleaded for it to stop. What else do you want from me? I'll give I've given you everything were words I shallowly sobbed from a mouth that tasted like steak like the steak I had for dinner had it been marinated in bile and blended up for some fear factor type cocktail. Ready to make a deal with the devil for all this to stop, in a moment of weakness, I found a moment of clarity. For in this degrading, vulnerable moment, with pants around my ankles, vomit on my chin, my mind was void of the pedantic bickering that is fed fed to us Americans day in and day out. I didn't give a shit, metaphorically at least, about Biden, Trump, COVID, corruption, inflation, Bills that won't pass due to inefficient Congresses. Buttigieg is deciding to play house while our supply chain is in a national crisis. Kamala hiring Canadian actors so she can appear that the kids like her on camera. Biden picking up on the same shitty border policies Trump left behind so he can continue to kick the can down the road. Corporate elites continually selling our workers short while kowtowing to the Chinese authoritarian communism. woke racism, and downright smooth-brained thinking of a large portion of America who plays this tit-for-tat race to the bottom of hyper-partisan rhetoric where they bitch just a bitch like we hear from Lions fans every Monday. I could fill another two pages if I were to air all my grievances, but you get the idea. None of this, of course, is the Americans, Americans' people's fault. They're doing their best just to get by in this world where jobs are disappearing, wages are worth less, and the future for current and upcoming generations has been gutted, bought and sold by the offspring of the greatest generation. They can only work with the information they are given, and when that information is trash, trash is what is going to be spewed. Garbage in, garbage out. This trash I speak of, of course, is the media. The revenue-driven, biased, based, pandering media. Once they let you get away with running around for ten years like a king hoodlum, you tend to forget now and then about half the people you meet live from one day to the next in a state of such fear and uncertainty that about half the time they honestly doubt their own sanity. These are not the kind of people who really need to get hung up on depressing political trips. They are not ready for it, and their boats are rocking so badly that all they want to do is get level long enough to think straight and avoid the next nightmare. The great Dr. Gonzo himself, Hunter S. Thompson, wrote those words, and he was fucking right. One example of this feckless media monstrosity is how Dr. Sanjay Gupta had to write an op-ed and quiver under the hot lights on TV after what could be considered one of the most open and honest conversations about the narrative and politicized, politicization of a deadly virus. Watching his handlers whip him back in line after a dialogue that was refreshing was discouraging to say the least. Maybe it's time to bring back the fairness doctrine. Maybe it's time to call a spade a spade and call this news we have just as entertainment. Hell, Tucker Carlson's lawyers did. Either way, it does not work for you or me, but just lines the pockets of a few soulless executives that don't see us as people but consumers. I started writing this not knowing where it would go, honestly, not knowing what to write about. Being bedridden with a a fever, just focusing on keeping a little bit of water down, I didn't have time to sift through the garbage to find the truth. And being completely disconnected was honestly pretty blissful. It's too bad literal vomit. A word often used to describe the feelings people get when they when describing our political and media environment is what got me there. Come to think of it, the cold embrace of the emotionless latrine was rather comforting when confronted with the alternative.
0: It's just I had So basically basically what you're saying is that you needed to shit and puke your brains out to <laughs> to feel better about what's going realize on in the world. That
1: shitting and puking my brains out might have also been a more comforting alternative than the garbage that spewed on mainstream media. It's basically what I'm saying. I was just reflecting today when I was. Michael
0: Malice made a great Michael Malice actually made a great point. We need to stop calling it mainstream. Because it's not really mainstream, it's corporate.
1: Yeah, the corporate stream.
0: You know, people like Joe Rogan and, and 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 Lex Friedman and Crystal and Sager have just as many, if not more, viewers than mainstream media at this point, which I think is
1: glorious. Oh, it's fucking great. I try to get people to listen to them, and some people are just so hung up on the uh, corporate teat that they think alternative media isn't legitimate because they can say whatever they want. Which obviously, as evidence, yeah, that's kind of part of the fucking point. But at the same time, so can mainstream media because they literally fucking lied about. Joe Rogan taking horse dewormer when he didn't and they didn't get held accountable.
0: No, now wait a minute, Corey, let's, let's, let's talk about what Don Lemon actually Don said. LeMond. Cause I don't want people to be able to hear this and be like Don Lemon actually <laughs> said, cause I don't want, I don't want people to be like, that's not what he said. Cause, because what Don Lemon said was. Uh, Ivermectin is used as a medicine for deworming horses or something to that effect. And he said, is that correct? And Sanjay Gupta said, yes, that's one of the uses for this drug. So did they technically lie when they said that Joe Rogan was taking quote unquote horse dewormer? Technically, I guess they didn't. But if you can't see why that is so deceptive, then I, I don't know what to you tell you. know
1: what I could also say that's technically <laughs> a true?
0: A Technically, no. Deceptive,
1: absolutely. That I could say dihydrogen monoxide is such a dem- deadly chemical that just one drop of it in your lungs will severely affect your breathing. And this chemical is so corrosive that it corrodes metal and breaks down rocks. And that this chemical destroys... And that and if your lungs fill with it there's a really good chance that you'll die too much of it will make you suffocate and guess what i'm talking about fucking water <laughs> so yeah you can say whatever the fuck you want but for fuck's sake dude yeah like jesus christ yeah it's just yeah yeah no, the hydrogen
0: dihydrogen monoxide
1: i like that we actually you know what I'll have to maybe I'll send you the uh the link for the PSA we made from our other podcasts that we can maybe even put on the end of this for our dihydrogen monoxide PSA. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. It would actually fit. It would. Uh these days. Yeah. But uh yep. Yeah. So that's that. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Make sure to listen to our podcast. All right,
0: I think that was.
1: I I I guess we're on the same page because I was literally just about to start rambling off all of the random (laughs) fucking things.
0: Corey and I have this. Corey and I have a weird delay. I hope this show is. I hope this show is entertaining because we have like like a half a second delay between us the whole night. So, but uh, it's it's been an interesting one because we came in vastly underprepared because of the ridiculous weeks that we've had. Uh, But we will be back next week with some. I hope some more prepped material. But I think this was fun to kind of go back unprepared, just kind of have a, a candid conversation, Corey. We haven't done that in quite a while. Right.
1: Yeah, no, it was a good one. Um, Make sure to follow us, like, and uh, let some friends know about our show. We are on uh, Facebook Libservative. We are on Instagram and Twitter at LibservativePod. Our WordPress, where you can see the transcripts for our monologues, is LibservativePodcast at WordPress.com. Got it that time fucking nailed it you can find our podcast on all of our platform on any podcast platform that you listen to um tell a friend give us a review on apple and all that it helps us get us boosted up to the top so more people can hear us and if you like what you hear and you want other people to hear it too it'll help them find it um keep your mind open try to get news from more than one source and form your own opinion that's what we do
0: Let's make thinking sexy again.
1: Yeah, I had a good thing written down, and I can't find it now. But it was like, uh... Oh, shit, I'm drawing a blank. Godspeed. Godspeed. Oh, I'll have it next and week. And love, Jesus. Yeah. We both... I almost died this weekend, so... Bye, y'all! I'm feeling better. I know, He's been Corey Wolf. Been Dan Griffin.
0: And you've been listening to Libservative. We are out of here.